Section 3 of The Adventures of Danny Meadow Mouse. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Adventures of Danny Meadow Mouse by Thornton W. Burgess. Section 3, Chapter 8 Brother North Wind Proves a Friend. Danny Meadow Mouse had seen nothing of old Granny Fox or Reddy Fox for several days. Every morning the first thing he did, even before he had breakfast, was to climb up to one of his little round doorways and peep out over the beautiful white meadows to see if there was any danger near. But every time he did this, Danny used a different doorway. For, Danny said to himself, if anyone should happen, just happened to see me this morning. They might be waiting just outside my doorway to catch me tomorrow morning. You see, there is a great deal of wisdom in the little head that Danny Middlemouth carries on his shoulders. But the first day and the second day and the third day he saw nothing of old Reddy Fox or of Reddy Fox, and he began to enjoy running through his tunnels under the snow and scurrying across from one doorway to another on top of the snow, just as he had before the foxes had tried so hard to catch him. But he hadn't forgotten, as Granny Fox had hoped he would. No, indeed, Danny Meadow Mouse hadn't forgotten. He was too wise for that. One morning, when he started to climb up to one of his little doorways, he found that it was closed. Yes, sir, it was closed. In fact, there wasn't any doorway. More snow had fallen from the clouds in the night and had covered up every one of the little round doorways of Danny Meadow Mouse. Ha! said Danny. I shall have a busy day, a very busy day, opening all my doorways. I'll eat my breakfast and then I'll go to work. So Danny Meadow Mouse ate a good breakfast of seeds, which he had stored in the hollow in the old fenced post, buried under the snow and then he began work on the nearest doorway. It really wasn't work at all, for you see, the snow was soft and light, and Danny dearly loved to dig in it. In a few minutes, he had made a wee hole through which he could peep up at a jolly, round, red Mr. Sun. In a few minutes more, he had made it big enough to put his head out. He looked this way and he looked that way, far, far off on the top of a tree. He could see old Roughleg the hawk, but he was so far away that Danny didn't fear him at all. I don't see anything or anybody to be afraid of, said Danny and poked his head out a little further. Then he sat and studied everything around him a long, long time. It was a beautiful white world, a very beautiful white world. Everything was so white and pure and beautiful that it didn't seem possible that harm or danger for anyone could even be thought of. But Danny Meadow Mouse learned long ago that things are not always what they seem. And so he sat with just his little head sticking out of his doorway and studied and studied and studied. Just a little way off was a little heap of snow. I don't remember that, said Danny. And I don't remember anything that would make that... There isn't any little bush or old log or anything underneath it. Perhaps the rough brother North Wind heaped it up, just for fun. 
But all the time, Danny Meadow Mouse kept studying and studying that little heap of snow. Pretty soon, he saw rough Brother North Wind coming his way and tossing the snow about as he came. He caught a handful from the top of the little heap of snow that Danny was studying, and when he had passed, Danny's sharp eyes saw something red there. It was just the color of the cloak old Granny Fox wears. Granny Fox, you can't fool me. I see you plain as plain can be, shouted Danny Meadow Mouse and dropped down out of sight, while old Granny Fox shook the snow from her red cloak and, with a snarl of disappointment and anger, slowly started for the green forest, where Reddy Fox was waiting for her. Chapter 9 Danny Meadow Mouse is caught at last. Tippy-toppy, tippy-toe, play and frolic in the snow. Now you see me, now you don't. Think you'll catch me, but you won't. Tippy-toppy, tippy-toe. Oh, such fun to play in snow. Danny Meadow Mouse sang this, or at least he tried to sing it, as he skipped about on the snow that covered the green meadows. But Danny Meadow Mouse has such a little voice, such a funny little squeaky voice, that had you been there, you probably would have never guessed that he was singing. He thought he was, though, and was enjoying it just as much as if he had the most beautiful voice in the world. You know, singing is nothing in the world but happiness in the heart, making itself heard. Oh, yes, Danny Meadow Mouse was happy. Why shouldn't he have been? Hadn't he proved himself smarter than old Granny Fox? That is something to make anyone happy. Some folks may fool Granny Fox once. Some may fool her twice. But there are very few who can keep right on fooling her until she just gives up in disgust. That is just what Danny Meadow Mouse had done. And he felt very smart. And of course he felt very happy. So Danny sang his little song and skipped about in the moonlight and dodged in and out of his little round doorways and all the time kept his sharp little eyes open for any sign of Granny Fox or Reddy Fox. But with all his smartness, Danny forgot. Yes, sir, Danny forgot one thing. He forgot to watch up in the sky. He knew that, of course, old Roughleg the Hawk was asleep so he had nothing to fear from him, but he never once thought of Hooty the Owl. Dear me, dear me, forgetting is a dreadful habit. If nobody ever forgot, there wouldn't be nearly so much trouble in the world. No, indeed, there wouldn't be nearly so much trouble. And Danny Meadow Mouse forgot. He skipped and sang and was happy as could be, and never once thought to watch up in the sky. Over in the green forest, Hooty the Owl had had poor hunting, and he was feeling cross. You see, Hooty was hungry, and hunger is apt to make one feel cross. The longer he hunted, the hungrier and crosser he grew. Suddenly he thought of Danny Meadow Mouse. I suppose he is asleep somewhere safe and snug, under the snow, grumbled Hooty. But he might, he just might, be out for a frolic in the moonlight. I believe I'll go down in the meadows and see. Now Hooty the Owl can fly without making the teeniest, weeniest sound. It seems as if he just drifts along through the air like a great shadow. 
Now he spread his great wings and floated out over the meadows. You know Hooty can see as well as night, as most folks can by day. And it was not long before he saw Danny Meadow Mouse skipping about on the snow and dodging in and out of its little round doorways. Hooty's great eyes grew brighter and fiercer. Without a sound, he floated through the moonlight until he was just over Danny Meadow Mouse. Too late, Danny looked up. His little song ended in a tiny squeak of fear, and he started for his nearest little round doorway. Hooty the owl reached down with his long, cool claw, and Danny Meadow Mouse was caught at last. Chapter 10 A Strange Ride and How It Ended Danny Meadow Mouse often had sat watching Skimmer the Swallow sailing around up in the blue, blue sky. He had watched Ol' Mr. Buzzard go up, up, up until he was nothing but a tiny speck, and Danny had wondered how it would seem to be way up above the green meadows and the green forest, and looked down. It had seemed to him that it must be very wonderful and beautiful. Sometimes he had wished that he had wings and could go up in the air and look down. And now here he was, he, Danny Meadow Mouse, actually doing that very thing. But Danny could see nothing wonderful or beautiful now. No, indeed. Everything was terrible, for you see, Danny Meadow Mouse wasn't flying himself. He was being carried. Yes, sir. Danny Meadow Mouse was being carried through the air in the cruel claws of Hooty the Owl. And all because Danny had forgotten forgotten to watch up in the sky for danger. Poor, poor Danny Meadow Mouse. Hootie's great cruel claws hurt him dreadfully, but it wasn't the pain that was the worst. No, indeed, it wasn't the pain. It was the thought of what would happen when Hootie reached his home in the green forest, for he knew that their Hootie would gobble him up, bones and all. As he flew, Hootie kept chuckling, and Danny Meadow Mouse knew just what those chuckles meant. They meant that Hooty was thinking of the good meal he was going to have. Hanging there in Hooty's great cruel claws, Danny looked down on the snow-covered green meadows he loved so well. They seemed a frightfully long way below him, though really they were not far at all, for Hooty was flying very low. But Danny Meadow Mouse had never in all his life been so high up before. And so it seemed to him that he was way, way up in the sky. And he shut his eyes so as not to see. But he couldn't keep them shut. No, sir, he couldn't keep them shut. He just had to keep opening them. There was the dear old green forest drawing nearer and nearer. It always had looked very beautiful to Danny Meadow Mouse. But now it looked terrible. Very terrible indeed. Because over in it, Hidden away there in some dark place was the home of Hooty the Owl. Just ahead of him was the old briar patch where Peter Lapbit lived so safely. Every old bramble in it was covered with snow, and it was very, very beautiful. Really, everything was just as beautiful as ever. The moonlight, the green forest, the snow-covered green meadows, the old briar patch. The only change was in Danny Meadow Mouse himself, and it was all because he had forgotten. Suddenly Danny began to wriggle and struggle. Keep still, 
snapped Hooty the Owl. But Danny only struggled harder than ever. It seemed to him that Hooty wasn't holding him as tightly as it was first. He felt one of Hooty's claws slip. It tore his coat and hurt dreadfully, but it slipped. The fact is, Hooty had only grabbed Daddy Meadow Mouse by the loose part of his coat, and up in the air he couldn't get hold of Danny any better. Danny kicked, squirmed, and twisted, and twisted, squirmed, and kicked. He felt his coat tear, and of course the skin with it, but he kept right on, for now he was hanging almost free. Hooty had started down now, so as to get better hold. Danny gave one more kick, and then he felt himself falling. Danny Meadow Mouse shut his eyes and held his breath. Down, down, down he fell. It seemed to him that he never would strike the snow-covered meadows. Really, he fell only a very little distance. But it seemed a terrible distance to Danny. He hit something that scratched him, and then, plump, he landed in the soft snow right in the very middle of the old briar patch. And the last thing he remembered was hearing the scream of disappointment and rage of Hooty the Owl. End of section three.